You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. I can't believe that we are at episode 27 already. I mean, I feel like I just started this podcast, but it's actually been five months of me meeting up with you on the podcast week after week, and I'm so excited. So shout out to the 36 countries who are listening to the Pray, Plan, Slate podcast. We have almost hit 4,000 downloads, and I'm just so thankful to everybody who has shared the episodes, who has subscribed, who has liked, who has commented, left a review. Thank you for being a part of this family, and thank you for taking me on your development, your self-growth, your journey with you. I love being your destiny helper and I love bringing you these episodes every single week. Now, I don't know if you caught it in this week's episode title, but this week's episode is called, Can I Be Real With You? And you guys know that I like to keep our conversations very open and transparent. This is a safe space where we can talk about anything that is stopping or hindering us from experiencing the life of more that God has for us. We talk about our highs, our lows, and I really love being with you to discuss all the areas, whether we are praying together, talking about how to better ourselves, or talking about what we are really struggling with. I love every part of it. And as I sat here seeking God about what to talk about today, I realized that I was stumped. There is so much going on in my business, in my career, in my personal life, that it was hard for me to even clear my head from anything that would distract me to focus on this episode. And today is day one of the sec- of my second fast of 2020. You've heard me say this before in a previous episode that this year my church is fasting one week of every single month for the duration of 2020. So this is day one of month two's fast. And I have so many questions for God. I started off the year great and I felt like it has just been getting better and better. However, the more that God promised me comes with more responsibility. And with more responsibility, I am now required to reevaluate how my life looked in the past and how it looks now and how it's going to look going forward. And I was thinking about this earlier and I was like having thought moment with myself and I felt like 2020 has been the longest year ever already. Already, I feel like we should be at least at September and we are only in February. And I'm grateful that I'm still here and kicking and God has purpose for me. But yo, 2020 has been a lot. 
I don't know if you you guys felt it, but I just feel like there has been so much going on, um, so much happening. You got coronavirus, the death of Kobe Bryant. Like, there's just so much going on in the world as a whole, but then in our personal lives, that I had to take a moment to reevaluate everything. Because yeah, we're walking around and we're saying we want the abundance that God has for us and we're strutting into our abundance. And 2020 is going to be our best year yet. And we're going to be more bold and more confident. And God is just going to show up and show up and be great. And yes, he is. He's going to do all that. He's going to allow you to experience all that. I'm all for it. But being real, I want to know if you prepared for all that God has for you. Like, honestly, 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 are you prepared? If God was ready to pour down his blessings from heaven, would you be able to catch it? Or do you not have the right systems and procedures in place to be able to balance the more that God has for you? And that's where I was today, making sure that I have the right systems, strategies, in place. So as God continues to increase my territory, I will be able to handle all that he is has for me. And he has lots for me and he has lots for you too. And I don't want you to let anything, any blessing that's coming your way slip through your fingers because you weren't prepared to catch it. All right. So I want us to focus on really evaluating what's been going on. Have you built up enough skills in your off season to carry you through when things start picking up? You might be saying, Shantae, what is my off season? All right, here, let me spell it out. Your off season is where you were while you were waiting for God to to show up with more. That's what your off season was. We actually talked about it last week when we were talking about actively waiting while you're single, but I mean this for all areas of your life. You've been praying for some things. You've been waiting on God for some things, but during that time, have you been preparing yourself to receive it? Have you been preparing yourself to receive the house that God has for you? Have you been preparing yourself to uh, go back to school? Like what, have you been praying for and have you prepared yourself to receive it? So if you, for example, have been praying fervently for a new house, have you been saving? If you've been praying for a new job, have you actually gone out to look for it? Have you fixed your resume up? Have you increased your skill set so you would be attractive to new employers? Have you done that? If you're looking to go back to school, have you applied? Have you applied to the new school? Do you know what course you want to do? Have you started saving or applying for scholarships? Too many times we are praying and expecting God for more, but we are not preparing to receive the more that he has for us. And this is where I just have to have like real talk with you guys. Because I want you to experience what God has for you. But if you don't prepare yourself in this season where you are in between praying and receiving, then you are not going to be ready when it comes. And one thing you don't want to do is draw out your waiting season as well. Think about what God has told you to do in this season. Is it a time of preparation? What skills do you need to develop? I feel like I'm really echoing off of last week. It's really, really important. 
And I want you guys to think about it outside the context of singleness that we were talking about last week. I'm talking about life now, just life in general. Take the relationship out. I'm talking about your life, your desires, your career, your business, your books, your mentorship, whatever it is that you're doing. Have you prepared for what you've asked for, for what you've prayed for? We talk about it all the time. You know, if you haven't heard Do the Work, go back and listen to that episode. But we can't have the faith to believe God for to do these big things, but we don't want to put in the work to see that that happen. The Bible says faith without works is dead. And we're not walking around here with dead faith. So I want to be very clear and I want you guys to think, are you becoming the best version of yourself while you're waiting for God to expand your territory? Do you have systems in place? Can you handle it? If you have a business and you're asking God to send you an extra 10 clients a month, do you have strategy in place to handle the extra 10 clients a month? Or will those 10 clients come and you'd be burnt out because you didn't actually figure out what type of work it would have taken before you started to pray for it? You got what I'm saying? If you're praying to God for more finances. Have you worked out how to invest, how to budget, how to save, how to build other streams of income? Have you done that? Or is the blessing of finances gonna come your way and you're just gonna spend it all all off or eat it all off or go to Neiman Marcus and buy a whole bunch of shoes and purses that you don't need? I need you guys to be very, very sober and aware with what you are praying for and how you are moving, yeah? Move, you gotta move smart. You can't be procrastinating. You can't be just aimlessly wishing. There has to be a level of preparedness that you're doing in this season. What skills do you need to develop? How's your discipline? How's your consistency? A lot of things that we need to work on right now before we get what we prayed for. Too many times we think that in order to start, we need the newest this or the newest that, or if I just had this, if I just had that, but that's not what you need. Listen, all you have is all you need. So if you work on your discipline, your consistency, your mindset, then trust and believe you are going to be well prepared for what God has for you. If you think about it, right? Let's think about David, right? King David. So before David was king, he was tending to the sheep. He was tending to the sheep. That was his gift. That's what God had him doing. He was tending to the sheep and he was playing his music. And in that period of time where he was tending to his sheep and playing the music to the sheep, he was developing his musician skills, right? So much so that he began to be the very height of musicians back in the day. People knew David. Oh yeah, the shepherd boy who plays the music. Like he had a reputation for his gift because he developed it. He spent the time to to work on it and make sure that he was doing things diligently and in order so that when people came to look for him, they came for his gift. Now, once they showed up for his gift, he got a a whole lot of other blessings and obviously he became king afterwards. But what is your gift in this season? What is the thing that you're supposed to work on that you are, are that you need to be diligent in? 
Like, honestly, what is it? If you're writing a book, are you consistent with writing? It doesn't take 10 years to write a book. So what is it that you should have done or should be doing that you haven't? And every time I talk to you guys hard like this, trust me, I am snatching my own edges because there are things in my life that I know that I need to do better. And one thing I I love about myself is I am able to identify where I am struggling, point it out and say, no, you need to fix that and do better. And that's what helps me to be um, successful and it will help you to be successful as well. So listen, building a business, excelling at your career or being bold in your purpose is no easy task. It requires you to, it requires a huge effort. However, with a well thought out plan, it doesn't have to be impossible. But the first key thing that I want you to focus on is laying a foundation. This is a foundation that will not be shaken when adversity or the enemy threatens to destroy what you are building. Your foundation needs to be solid, okay? Period. Having a plan is important and having a vision is important as well, but a strong foundation and a strong mindset will help the most. A mindset of laying a foundation in place that can support the ups and downs and twists and turns inherent with receiving the more that God has for you. So it's time for us to do a self-evaluation, blame-free, non-emotional self-evaluation. And I want you to think about whether or not you've established a good foundation to receive the next level that God has for you. I want you to really listen and reflect on the next few points because I want you to get it. I don't want you to be in a place where God starts increasing you and then you fall back into old unsuccessful habits that will cause you to stop progressing and start regressing into an older version of you. Listen, child, listen to me. Your version one was great. It was fabulous. Kudos to you and your version one. But God wants a new version of you. He wants version 2.0. This is the version of you who has implemented all that you have learned over the last decade and you have become a better, bolder, and more confident person. That is what God is wanting from you, all right? That is the, 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 the you you need to be. So you can receive that more and abundance in all of its fullness. So here are some things I want you to consider when you're thinking about whether or not you've established a good foundation for yourself. Are you a good listener? Successful people are great listeners. Consider this interesting observation. We are not listening nor learning when we're speaking. Like, think about it. When we are speaking, we aren't listening and we're, we aren't learning, we're just speaking. Being a quality listener requires personal discipline and a high regard for others. Alan Hall wrote an article in Forbes where he described the best leaders as being patient people who listen attentively to an associate, a colleague, or whoever, and only ask questions for clarification. They never lectured, but they sought to learn and gain new knowledge by being quiet. So listening is important. And I'm about to hit you guys with a lot of Bible right now because I I just want you guys to understand the biblical importance of this. James 1.19 says, Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. 
okay, all right, Lord, you want us to listen. That's what you said in your word in James. If one Proverbs 18, 13 says, if one gives an answer before he hears, it's a, it is his folly and shame. So if you answer before you hear, you not, you should be really ashamed of yourself. Okay, God, I hear you. Proverbs 19, 7, cease to hear instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. Listen, ain't nobody want to stray from the words of knowledge. So hear the instruction. Proverbs 18, 2, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Just, just, I want you to think about that. Because we all know those people who love to insert their opinion, but they don't even listen to what was going on or listen properly to the conversation before they jump in. Don't be that person. Listen first. Proverbs 17, 28 says, even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. There is so much you can get from that. Listening is so important. Proverbs 11.4 says, where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in abundance of counselors, there is safety. You got to listen to wise counsel. Proverbs 2.2 says, making your ear attentive to the wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Wisdom is, I mean, listening, (laughs) listening is so very important. And that is one thing that I do a lot. I do a lot of listening. I want to hear what other people say are saying. I want to hear where their heart is. I want to see what they're doing. So I usually am slow to speak because I want to observe everything somebody is saying from what their words are saying to what their body language is saying, how they react to others when they don't think that I'm listening. I am very observant and it is a skill that has helped me time and time and time again. I mean, of course it helps me as a lawyer when I'm interviewing witnesses on the stand, but it also helps me as a life and business coach so that I can help you get your mindset right and help you recognize the things that you're doing that you don't notice because you're too busy talking and not spending time listening. Another thing that I want you to look at is make sure that you never stop learning. Exceptional people have an unrelenting inner drive to learn new information. It's in their DNA to be lifelong students. They are eager to discover new unexplored worlds. Successful people exemplify this passion for education. Successful people are like small children, always asking why, followed by an energetic pursuit of the facts. When you have a dedication to always developing yourself and always learning, your life always, 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 always gets better. Learning changed the trajectory of your success. I am a big advocate on always learning. I don't care at what point in life I get to. I I know for a fact I don't know it all. And I want to know more. So I'm always picking up a book. I'm always researching. I'm always 
seeking advice from wise counselors or watching how somebody who's done something I want to do has has gone about it because I always want to learn. And if that is a skill you're lacking in, pray about it because it is so important for you to learn, to advance yourself. And that's why I'm so excited for the women who signed up for the Create It For More course because they've invested in themselves financially And they've invested in themselves by putting themselves first and dedicating the next six weeks to learning how to become better versions of of themselves. And I couldn't be prouder. And I'm so excited for those last of you who are slowly creeping in the last few um, during this week, but I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to have you because I know that once you dedicate yourself to learning, once you spend your your time actually, actually listening, focusing on the areas where you know you need to do better and actually learning what to do and putting a plan in place, your life will change. So if you're joining us in this last week, registration ends this week for the Create It For More Club course. So if you're interested, link is in the show notes. But if you're joining us, we are so happy as a group to have you come on this journey with us. Learn, 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 investing yourself and investing your success. So the Bible, the Bible also talks to us about learning and why it's important. Proverbs 1, 5 says, let the wise hear and increase in learning. And the one who understands obtains guidance. Proverbs 18, 15 says, an intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. Proverbs 1, 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 9, 9 says, give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in his learning. So listen, so far the Bible is telling us to Keep learning and be a good listener. So these are the things that we have to keep in mind because at all times you want to be teachable and you also want to be humble. And being a good listener and being dedicated to uh, developing yourself and always learning will help you on that road. Another thing I want you to look at when you're thinking about your foundation is whether or not you can admit you made a mistake and then make the correct. All too often in life, I watch people blame others or make excuses for their mistake in life or at work. They know it's wrong and so does everyone else. Like we we know, we see you, we see you. (laughs) Teachable and humble people accept their errors, find ways to fix mistakes, even if the consequences of their actions are not applauded. In short, successful people find that errors are part of life and accept the fact that they are responsible for their imperfect decisions and actions. They recognize that every mistake can be a lesson unto itself and an opportunity for personal growth. Listen, I know nobody is a fan of making a mistake and we aren't fans of even people pointing out our mistakes, but you have to know and accept that you've made a mistake and take full responsibility. And whatever it is that you need to do to get back into alignment with doing the thing in the right way, just do it. Do not spend time trying to throw blame on whose fault it could be, etc., etc., etc. 
accept full responsibility, and then work on a way that you can fix it or a way you can learn what to do for the next time so that mistake doesn't happen again. But take responsibility. See your mistake, identify your mistake, and learn from your mistake. It'll make all the difference. Proverbs 28, 13 says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. So don't hide your mistakes. Say, oops, I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. I apologize for making this mistake. How can I fix it? Or how can I learn from it? Last thing I want you to evaluate is whether or not you have mentors or accountability partners. Every successful person I know has mentors. They have established quality relationships with people who are are at a higher level of expertise in any given area or the person is succeeding in something that they want to then pursue. And although the internet is loaded with information, there is nothing quite like personal conversation with a mentor or accountability partner who has experienced where you are and achieved the level you aspire to be. Wise counsel is so important, okay? And I have mentors and I also have accountability partners. And each one is very important with, in keeping me on track. One of my friends, one of my accountability partners called me last weekend and she said to me, hey, you haven't taken a, any doctorate exams lately. What's going on? When's your, when are you taking your next one? Are you doing the work, et cetera, et cetera. She had to pull me back because when we get distracted or when we find other things to do or we procrastinate, things can get away from you, right? And you don't want that. So you have to have accountability partners or mentors who will get your life together for you when you obviously can't do it for yourself. And it's okay to admit that. Because that's what having a a, a strong group of people surrounding you is for. Sometimes we can't focus and that's okay. Accountability partners or mentors would say, hey, you, what you doing over there? Didn't you say that you were going to do X, Y, and Z? Why isn't it done? How can I help you? What do you need to make sure that is done? Those are the people you want around you. That is the strong foundation you want to create. The Bible has lots to say about wise counsel, okay? Proverbs 12, 5 says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Proverbs eleven four says, Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 15, 22 says, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 19, 20 to 21 says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. And Proverbs 24, 6 says, For by wise guidance, you can wage your war. And in abundance of counselors, there is victory. So think about that which we had talked about. Listen, have you established a strong foundation? Do you have mentors and accountability partners in place? Are you able to identify mistakes, admit them, and correct them? 
Can you dedicate your life to never stop learning, to always looking at ways that you can improve yourself? Are you a good listener? And most importantly, are you a te- are you teachable and are you humble? This is going to be the foundation that you set that will allow you to receive the more that God has for you. This is the way to build your house. This is the way to build your empire. This is ground level, ground zero. These are the things that I need you to make sure you have in place so when God starts pouring out a blessing, you know how to handle it. You know how to grow it, right? If God gives you a financial blessing, then you need to make sure that you're a good listener and you have wise counsel who can tell you how to invest and you never stop learning, right? You need to make sure that if you did, uh, you made bad money moves in the past, that you identify that mistake and you've learned from it and you know what to do next. You need to ensure that you have mentors and accountability partners that can show you how to live the life that you've always dreamed of. Because you may not be there right now, but they have been where you are and now they are where you want to be. So keep those things in mind. I want you guys to be real with yourselves. Don't, do not set yourself up for failure. I want you to set yourself up for success. Establish a strong foundation. Make sure everything is right and in line and be prepared for what God has for you because it is coming. What God has for you is coming and it will be here sooner than you think. And I want you to be prepared and waiting with your arms open wide to receive. So that's it for this week's episode of the podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with those around you. And of course, join the conversation on Instagram. Follow our host at at Shantae Sapphire or follow the podcast at Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. If you would like to join the Created for More course, click the link in the show notes to find out more about it. I'm so excited to have talked to you this week. Let's close with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We worship you and we honor you for waking us up another day, for allowing us to breathe, for allowing our limbs to move, for allowing our eyes to see, Father God. We just thank you. We know that you woke us up and because you woke us up, that means that there is still purpose for us to do. So God, even now, as we are preparing ourselves for the more, the abundance in which you have promised us, I pray that you help us to establish our foundation, to do a blame-free analysis of where we are and what areas in our lives we need to develop so that we are ready and waiting to receive the next level that you have for us, God. Cover us under your blood. Give us divine wisdom and strategy. Allow us to go forth and be a blessing unto other people as you are a blessing unto us. In this we ask in Jesus' name, amen.